0: Welcome to Five Things About. I'm Andy Horvath. Five Things About is for you and your inner curious cat. The part of you that just loves to know what others know about inventions, ideas, people and places. Today, we explore five things about elite athletes who are currently studying at a university. Brendan Parnell runs the Elite Athletes Program at the University of Melbourne. Claudia Hooper and I went to investigate how they balance university study with athletic training. And there's some interesting insights. Claudia Hooper, fellow podcaster, let's go meet some of the elite athletes. Hey Brendan, thanks for letting Claudia and I gatecrash this event. Now this is the Elite Athletes Program celebratory morning tea.
1: It is, Andy, and it was our pleasure to have you here. It's probably the first opportunity we've had to try and get at least a representative sample of the 280 student-athletes we're supporting in the one room. How is
0: it that they're elite athletes? When do they get the time? How do they balance it all?
1: If you probably distilled our job down, it's trying to help people plan and then trying to figure out workarounds for them, so how to develop relationships with their academic staff so that they can tell their stories so that the academic staff then have a view of the bigger picture and generally they're always sympathetic.
0: What are some memorable things about this elite athletes program that you've encountered?
1: I love the stories and the people. A young man who's here today who was diagnosed with a broken neck in Austria when he was over there training for judo got dumped on his head. He's the most hard-working, reliable, polite young man you could meet. Studying engineering as well and he initially got a diagnosis which said you'll never do judo again. Subsequently, we and some other people helped, and he's got some other medical advice now, and we're cautiously optimistic that there's a potential return to training and to a functional life for him. That's one of the really nice things, and he's such a lovely young fellow. He drops in to say hello all the time and how much he appreciates our help, which is pretty lovely. How
0: does one start to become an elite athlete? Like, I'm thinking for myself, it's not too late, yeah? But obviously it's better if you start at school.
1: There is the infamous or famous 10,000 hours rule which uh, Ericsson had proposed for mastery, but I think that's been debunked a little bit now. But generally speaking, you would have to have started something probably at a young age or some allied series of disciplines because talent transfer is, is definitely an option now that sports will look for people with certain physical parameters and profiles and maybe try and tilt them over to their own sports.
0: Thanks, Brendan.
1: Thank you, Andy. It's our pleasure. Well, I'm
2: David and I'm a long-distance runner. One of the more memorable moments was probably Rio Olympics last year. It was a pretty cool experience and I had a reasonably good race and, yeah, it's, I guess, the pinnacle of the sport. So I had my family there, so it was pretty cool.
3: That's absolutely phenomenal, Olympics, and you're still a student here. So just wondering, how do you actually balance doing all that while still studying?
2: It's difficult and it's not without challenges and, yeah, it can be pretty stressful at times, but it actually provides some balance. School is stressful enough as it is and, yeah, having something like running is kind of a nice stress reliever. You get two for one, you get a bit of training out of it and, um, yeah, also a bit of an escape from study. So whatever it is you do outside of school, it's nice to have something else to focus on bit of yin and yang.
3: Tell me about the campus and how you find being here. Is there things that you really enjoy doing when you're here?
2: We have everything at our doorstep. It's a great learning environment and I can do some of my training here. We've got a, a world-class gym facility and there's a track to run on and just nearby Princess Park and Royal Park. So, from a convenience standpoint, it, it's great to have everything at your doorstep and if I need to fit in some training between classes, then I can do that pretty easily and it's a great location, nice green space pretty close to the city and, yeah, I love it.
4: My name's Stella and I run the steeplechase, so in athletics. I guess I've been thinking a lot about the nationals that it has just been up in Sydney. It was my second Open Nationals, but first one really having a go at it and it was just a great competitive race. And how do you go balancing doing all that with your study and what are you studying? I'm studying a Bachelor of Science, so right now it's quite... Like manageable because I've got an undergrad degree and I'm only doing three subjects right now but um, next year I'm hoping for Masters so that'll probably be more of a challenge I find it like it's a good separation I mean I can't study for eight hours straight so once my mind starts frying it always feels like about time to go running anyway. And what sort of things do you like doing on campus when you're not studying and you're not running? Well I work at the gym here so that takes a bit of time and I like that and princess park so i guess the things around campus
5: my name is sergi i came from russia i'm uh, i'm doing taekwondo i love this sport i'm doing this sport for a long time so i did it before so it's my uh, non-stop uh, sport way here in member i study a uh, master of arts and cultural management
3: and tell me a memorable moment perhaps in taekwondo something that you've done that you've really enjoyed a competition you've participated in
5: for me, Taekwondo is like addiction. I couldn't live without it, and uh, it's not just a way of expressing myself. I meet a lot of people to become a part of something whole. So in Russia, we are a team of adults. Average age of our team is started from 30. So it's really um, exciting for, not just only for Moscow and Russia and so I think it's also very impressive for all the world because I think in this sport the people stop doing the Taekwondo around from 25 and uh, we have a lot of people who are doing Taekwondo at uh, 45 and they still compete and they win and they continue their uh, sports life. So for me it's the most exciting thing I think, to be in a game I think.
3: And just wondering how you're going balancing study and Taekwondo?
5: I think his most important thing it's time management when are you a foreign student uh, when you have additional classes for English language the first uh, what you study is um, time management so I think it's easy if you control your time you not spend time uh, a lot of for like uh, facebook twitter on you know see in youtube and uh, and you are doing everything in correct way you you will find. Time to study, to sport, and to work, and uh, entertainment also because in Melbourne you it's a lot of places to see and enjoy.
3: Just speaking about Melbourne and the things that you're enjoying, can you tell me a bit more about the places you've visited that you've really liked?
5: During my program, I visited few theaters and galleries. I'm impressed by Malthouse Theatre, but mostly I think it's uh, ocean. I was in uh, Apollo Bay. It's really impressive, it's a lot of energy from the ocean, so I think it's something amazing, you know.
3: And just last question, how do you find the campus here? Do you really like the buildings, the, the sports facilities? Do you enjoy being on the campus?
5: Yeah, it's it's something amazing. It's uh, it's high tech and it's really impressive. It's uh, a lot of colors. The whole atmosphere it's uh, encourages you to improve yourself, to make new goals and achieve them. The whole facility it's play um, it's a huge role in your development and in improvement. My name's Ben
6: Collins. I play rugby union, and probably my most memorable moment was getting this scholarship. Yeah.
7: Um, My name's Lincoln and I also play rugby union. For me, my most memorable moment so far would be playing for Melbourne Uni the first time earlier this
6: year.
3: And what do you both study and how do you go about balancing rugby with study?
6: Uh, So I'm studying a Bachelor of Arts at the moment and it's just a lot of planning in advance so I find myself doing a lot of timetabling and trying to organise all my trainings with my games, with my my study and, and when to do my study. I find that tends to reduce stress levels and help me get on top of things.
7: I'm also studying a Bachelor of Arts. For me, I find that support from my family and friends and also maintaining sleep, good eating and all that keeps me on top of things. So as long as I get through everything when I want to and stay on top of my study, I think that helps me balance rugby, study and also some social life whenever I can.
3: What about the campus here? What are your favourite aspects of studying at the University of Melbourne?
6: Oh, it's probably just all the all the space and variety. Not only with study, but also with training. I just feel like if I need to switch things up or if I need to try somewhere new, there's always a, a new library or a new classroom to go to. And training, there's a great athletics track with a nice oval and a big gym. So I always know that there's going to be variety when I come in for whether it's training or study.
7: For me, studying at the University of Melbourne and also playing sport here, I find that the great facilities are definitely really beneficial but also the great diversity of people and all the new people that you get to meet every day and also even catching up with old people from school and all that. I think that's a great part of studying at Unimelb.
3: Great. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Cheers.
8: My name's Nick. I'm a cross-country skier and I'm second year in Melbourne University Law.
3: And what's a memorable moment in your skiing career so far?
8: I'd say one that was quite recent was at the World Winter University Games in Almaty, Kazakhstan. And at the opening ceremony, we had the president of Kazakhstan come and give a speech to 10,000 adoring fans in that environment with all the athletes there. And it was a, a pretty special moment. Most of my experience has been around Central Europe, so I spent a year living in southern Germany. When I was between university degrees, I had world championships in Finland, world junior championships in Czech Republic. I've raced in Italy and Switzerland, Estonia, sort of all around the place really.
3: And how do you find getting time to practice in Australia? Do you go up to Mount Buller? Where do you go?
8: So the Australian team training base is at Falls Creek. We're also able to train without snow on roller skis. So if you do see someone who looks like they're cross-country skiing in Royal Park, sort of near the uni, that may well be me.
0: Hey, Claudia, I've just been inside this event of the elite athletes and I've met Sophia, who's a weightlifter. So, Sophia, can you lift me up? Oh, definitely. Okay, Here's... here we go. Oh, my
3: God! i <laughs> May as well be 10 kilos. Now, how many reps of Andy do you
9: reckon you can do? Oh, as many as it takes. You are Get her amazing. up the stairs, down the stairs.
0: Now, I hate to say I'm a little bit tubby, and I'm about <laughs> 80-something kilos.
9: Um, I'm 80 kilos most of the year.
0: Right. Okay, but you don't look tubby. Uh, <laughs>
9: you just look strong and healthy. Well, it's kind of how we do things. We look a lot heavier than we are.
0: Tell us your full name, what are you studying, and a memorable moment in
9: weightlifting. My name is Sofia Zudova, Eastern European origins predictably. I'm currently studying the Juris Doctor at the University of Melbourne. I did arts in undergrad, majoring in politics and French. My sport is weightlifting as we've already noted. Most memorable moment would have to be a conversation I had with my first coach about six months into my full-time training career when I finished a bunch of reps of a certain exercise and he looks at me and goes, kid, the Commonwealth Games are in two years. If you put in, we can really do it. And that's stuck with me and that's what we've been chasing ever since.
3: Well, how do you go with doing all of that and the JD? It's a very full-on course, I know.
9: It is a lot to chew, but I've been very lucky in that the law faculty has Casey Holloway, who's our well-being coordinator. I'm infinitely grateful for her and Brendan, of course. And between the two of them... Whenever anything just goes pear-shaped, I email them and I go, I'm overwhelmed, this is going on, that's going on, help. And they're like, all right, fine, extensions, this, that, waivers for attendance, whatever you need. And between them and the outside support I have with sports, psychs, dietitians, this, that and the other, my support network's taken care of, so it's just on me to show up to training, show up to class and actually make things happen.
3: And speaking of class and everything, how do you find the campus? Do you enjoy being here? What's your favourite place to be?
9: To be honest, I actually like the undergrad campus, so the Parkville campus, better than law school. It's a happier place. It's more relaxed. Whereas law school's very, very intense and overwhelming, but they do put a lot of effort to make sure that people's stress levels are managed. There's a dog that comes to hang out with us called Riley, and he's great. So there's bits and pieces, you know, of reprieve.
3: And what's your training regime like? Are you getting up early in the morning to do things before class? Do you do it after class? Does it help you relax
9: to do training? At the moment, a week and a half out from exams, training is a necessary mental health break, but it's also necessary because I've got nationals in the same week as exams, which is a disaster that I've had to navigate very carefully with Casey and Brendan's help. Training in general throughout the year works. I train every single night between 5 and 9 p.m. So it's a long session, but we get some work done, some massage done, some physio exercises done. It does break up my day. I can't get up early, so I usually go to uni, go to training, study some more after.
0: How much does a weightlifter lift at your level? Like, Are there certain classes of weightlifters? And I'm still reeling from being lifted up by you, Sophie, because I'm (laughs) 80-something kilos, and it just seemed like nothing
9: to you. So what do you lift? That's a very tricky question to explain to someone who's not in the sport. But like many sports, like wrestling, like your boxing, like other forms of Picking up heavy things sports, we have weight categories. So you only ever compete with someone in your category. I compete in the under 75 kilo category. So for competitions, I have to be under 75 kilos myself. In Australia, I'm currently number two and I'm currently doing around 87 kilos in a snatch and about 108 kilos in the clean and jerk, which are the two exercises we do. The number one is about 10 kilos ahead of me in the total which isn't insurmountable. However, both of us are a good 30 kilos behind the best in the world.
3: With the Nationals, where mm. are you going next with that?
9: Nationals are in Hobart, so their next weekend I'm competing on Sunday morning. Just had to think about that for a moment. And Nationals are actually a qualifying event for the World Uni Games. They're also a qualifying event for Oceania and Commonwealth Champs. And they're also a qualifying event for the Commonwealth Games Trials later in the year. So it's a pretty important event. Thank you. I loved being lifted
0: up by a weightlifter. (laughs) But don't call me a dumbbell.
9: Never. You're a lot more beautiful.
0: (laughs) I like Sophia. (laughs) So that's five things about elite athletes, or possibly six things. We're good with words, not counting. Thanks to Brendan Parnell for letting us gatecrash the University of Melbourne Elite Athletes event. This podcast was made possible by the University of Melbourne. This episode was recorded on the 26th of May, 2017. Producers were Dr. Andy Horvath, that's me, and my colleague, Claudia Hooper. Awesome audio was by Arch Cuthbertson. The five things about podcast is made possible by the University of Melbourne. Want to know more? Hey, you can nip over to our other podcasts, Up Close and Eavesdrop on Experts for a different flavor of satisfaction. I'm Andy Horvath.